Which brings us to today's daf, and we're starting um, six lines up at the bottom of the page. Uh, so the other dimension that we said is the minimum height, and this minimum height uh, apparently there is nobody disputing it. It must be at least ten tefachim tall. Girsaka. Okay. So Manilad, So where's the source for that? What's the basis? As we know, we saw. In the maximum height, we had a three possible sources. So the question is, what about the minimum? Okay. So Itmar, we have a memra from the from the Amoraim, Rav v'Rabbi Chanina v'Rabbi Yochanan v'Rav Chaviva. Those four rabbis masnu. Um, they learn, and uh, there is bekula seder moed entire moed. Whenever when you have this group. There are those Chilufei Rabbi Yochanan, Ma'ilu Rabbi Yonason, actually pull Rabbi Yochanan out of the group and put Rabbi Yonason in the group. But bottom line is, it's either Rabbi Yochanan or Rabbi Yonason. And this is the proof for the concept of a minimum shear of ten Tvachim. Aron Tisha, the ark in the Mishkan, was nine Tvachim tall. As we know, it was an Amma and a half. An Amma is, th- is six Tvachim. Half is three, six plus three is nine. Good. Okay. The kaporas tefach and the kaporas on top of it, which is the top of it, you know, the cap, the cover, that was a tefach. Grand total, harei kanasara, we have here ten. Uksiv in the Pazak says, I will make myself known to you there, right? And I will speak to you from on top of the kaporas. Vitanya and the Brisa teaches. Rabbi Yosi Omer Rabbi Yosi says, "Me olam lo yorda shchina lemato, v'lo olam v'lo olu Moshe v'elyahu lamaro." There's a ground level that God's presence does not reach, and there's an elevated uh, level that man cannot reach. Okay, Shenemar, and that's based on the pasuk in Tehillim, Hashemayim Shemayim Lashem. Heaven is heaven for God, and earth is given to man. And that's what means that God basically doesn't, is, is not manifest in the ground area. So the Gemara says, really, is this so? And we're going to go through a number of uh, sources that seem to indicate that Hashem does come down on earth. God came down to our Sinai. So the Gemara says, yes, he did. But the Master of that's Above the tenth fachim mark, he came down, but he left the last tenth fachim. That was well, the thing. So he stayed above Har Sinai. Yeah, he came down to Har Sinai, but it was still above tenth fachim off the ground. Uh, so to speak, God's feet stood on Har Zesim, on the Mount of Olives. So doesn't that sound like God's presence is down here on earth? No, the Malamites are tefachim. That's still above the tenth fach. So the Gemara says, and what about the other direction? Moshe and didn't go up. Moshe It says Moshe went up to God. So the Gemara says the Malamites are, but there was a gap, tenth fach gap. went up in a storm to heaven. The Malamites are also with a gap of tenth fachim away. Which is basically, um, this is 
the description in Eiv of Moshe Rabbeinu grasping the hold of the of the Kisya Kavod. So Amar Reb Tanchom Elamet Shapirish Shakei Mishziv Shchinaso the Anenua Love. So it sounds like he is, you know, he, Moshe was uh, 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 was all the way to God. So Gemara says Lamata Meisar. There was also a gap of ten, just under ten Tfachim away. What's the point we're trying Does, to make here? Relative we're we're going to get to it. We didn't finish. Okay. So first we're first we're establishing oh. that the Aaron and the Kaporos together were ten Tfachim, right. and it's saying that God's voice came from on top of that, and that's the lowest point that God really is manifest in the world. It doesn't go under the ten Tfach mark. Okay, we're going to figure out eventually how it gets to. Right, we didn't put it together. Right. Well, we're going to get to it. Right. We didn't. We didn't. We didn't figure out how we. What it, we didn't finish the answer yet. We're getting a, a little sidetracked by um, really trying to prove this point. That is it really true that there's this ten tefach, you know, distance that that God doesn't cover and ten tefach distance above that we don't cover. We we can't reach. Anyway, the problem is is that if it's lematme asorum, the makom doesn't it say that he's holding grasping the throne of glory? So how could that be? So the Gemara says, Ishtarvuve, Ishtarvuve God lowered his throne of glory to be within reach of Moshe. Okay. Now, here's the story. Okay, so again, we're just saying, we didn't even speak it out, what's the point? But basically, um, if the, here's the story. Bishlam, so we're still establishing that it's ten tvachim. Bishlam Arun Tish, I understand. The Aaron is nine. That's actually explicitly in the text. It's uh, an ama. It's two, um, two amas long, uh, two and a half amas long, one and a half amas wide, and one and a half amas tall. Ella kapores tefach It doesn't say anywhere that the kapores was a tefach thick. Where'd you get that? The Tani Rebbe Chanina Kola Kelim Shasa Moshe Nasna Bahen Torah Midas Orchan or Midas Rakhban. The Torah every in everything gives you the full dimensions. O Midas Kamasan. So it gives you all three dimensions: length, width, and height. Kapores, but the Kapores is notably absent with one of the information, one of the parts of information. Midas Orchan, Midas Rakhban, not Nisna, Nitna. It gives us its its length and width. Didn't say how thick it is. So how do we know how thick it is? Where'd you get this idea that it's a tefach? So the answer is can look at the smallest of any of the vessels. In the Shulchan, there was a lip around the table, and it was called a misgeres. Machlokas, whether it was above the table, like a mm-hmm. billiards table, or is it below? But it was a lip around it, and it was the thickness of a tefach. That's the smallest measure mentioned in the kalim, so that's what it is over here. Okay, why are you looking from a part of the vessel, look to a vessel itself. And, you know, after all, you know, there's a, there are vessels that are much bigger. There is no vessel that a full vessel that was the size of a tefach. So the Gemara answers: Tafasta meruba, lo tafasta. Tafasta muat, 
Tafasta. You heard this expression. If you grab too much, then you grabbed nothing. If you grab a little, then it will stay with you. Okay? It's an expression, that's the Gemara expression, used it many times. And uh, basically, in general, we don't, we can't, you can't assume more because then it's not buchach, not necessarily the case. But the lowest, the lowest amount is definitely so. And if it's more, then good. But I'm saying, but the point being is at least this much is, is for sure. So the Gemara says, wait a second. There's smaller sizes than the size of a, of, of a tefach. Once you learn it from the head plate of the coin gadol, that he wore on his forehead. The tiny of the price says, it was like a plate of gold, and it was two fingers thick. So it's really quite, you know, that's it. It's just two fingers. And it, when it went from ear to ear, okay, it was a wide head plate. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, um, and it was written in two lines. Yud K Milamala, the letter Yud and the letter Hey for Yud Kevavke, which is Hashem's name, and it was a little bit elevated. And the Kodesh Lamid Milmata. And then before it it has the words Kodesh Lamid um, in front of it. So it was like not written on the same line, so it was like Kodesh La, and then the Yud Kevavke was above that, was higher up. Now uh, I actually I had a trip to Rome. I got the tour of the Vatican, and uh, because of love, Kodesh Lashem, I found the, the head plate, and it was actually written Kodesh Lashem Bishidachas in one row. There's actually a few stories where Rabbi had access to. It wasn't the Vatican at the time. It was. I was joking. It was. Uh, it was the storehouses, the treasure houses of the Roman Emperor. At the time, um, he was um, freeing the so princess. It's a, it's a I don't know if you know the story. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty well known. But it, uh, but uh, he was he was freeing her from uh, um, from a, from a demon or whatever it was. Anyway, that uh, that's what Rashi brings down the story. Anyway, so because of that, he was able to see things. I don't know if you recall, he saw the proches. And the blood on the proches, the, right? the, the, the same story, right? Same, same, wow. same visit. <laughs> okay. Rabbi, you mentioned it in there over the years, yeah. just to see. No, that is not true. There are people who did get in. You can get in. It's still. No. All right, I'll tell you. The, I'll tell you what happened. Okay. So, so my um, this is in the Vatican. Okay. So my father is a professor in St. John's, and he was, in, and, and they have a branch in Rome. It's a Catholic uh, institution, and um, he was given, granted, a tour of the Vatican, and he went on the tour. And they give you a choice: what would you like? Would you like to see manuscripts, or artifacts, or something like that? And my father is scared to see the artifacts, but there's, I mean, there definitely is. They have definitely a lot, a lot of. Are, uh, they don't show it to everybody, but they have they but they have kisve ra you know a lot of uh, kisve kodesh. They have a lot of holy writings in um, in their manuscript section. But uh, so that's when my father went to that section. He, but as far as I know, there is 
he was too scared. He, <laughs> he, he saw Raiders of the Lost Ark. He was like, I'm not taking any chances. Oh, whatever. I don't want to know any. Yeah, that's quite a coolant. Yeah, right. But I was saying they gave him they gave him the tour. But apparently, it does. What? What did he see? He saw he manuscripts. He did. He, didn't go he to chose. The he chose the other room. He was. He checked yeah. out. He took door number two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is in the basement. Like the yeah. down below. Deep holes. Deep holes. Looks like we have different writing on the seats. You may, we read right here. It's on one line, and when you mentioned it, you said that Yudke Vavke was on top. And uh, it's locus, as we say. We said that the, no, the, the Kodesh law is, is low. Yeah, but why is it upside down? But you start reading from the we read from top to bottom, not from from uh, from the Yeah, no. So the way I understood it is that it is that is that we're we're telling you how it was located. The Hashem is high, and the Kodesh Lamed was before it. But lower down, so it's the like Kodesh La. Hashem goes to the higher level. Right, exactly. So the Hashem should be higher up, right? But Reb Lezer Reb Yossi says that's not true. It's it's all in one line. Anyway, the bottom line is, why aren't we learning it from the tits? It would be only two fingers thick. Okay, the answer is done in klimi cleaving, done in klimi tachshit. We learn of a a vessel from vessel and not a vessel which a kabbos is a vessel as opposed to learning it from a tachshit, which is an adornment, yeah. which in the head plate is an adornment. That's not the same yeah. thing. So the Gemara says, Vinilif Mizer. Why don't we learn it from the, the, from the crown, basically? So a number of, as we know, uh, there were three kalim in the Mishkan that had uh, like a miniature crown mm-hmm. on it. It was like um, at the edges. It, was, um, it went up like a crown. And they are the Shulchan, the um, Aron and the Mizbech Pnimi. Those yeah. three, right? They're recognized connecting to the three crowns, Keser Torah, Keser Malchus, and Keser Kuhuna. Hmm. Anyway, um, why don't we learn it from there? Damar Mar Zer Mashu, which we learn is only a Mashu. It's a tiny little, a tiny little elevation of the, that crown, you know, crown shape. So, Dona Klimi Klivin, Dona Klimi Hekshukli. You want to learn from a kli itself instead of a hechsher kli, because um, actually this is not a kli itself; it's just um, an add-on of a kli, so it's not the same thing. And what about a miskeres? Isn't that a hechsher kli? So the Gemara says, "Miskarto milmata lemata hoisa." No, the miskeres was really below. It's not just an adornment. It was a. It's not. Wasn't. Above, so that's what we're saying. If it was above, so then maybe that adorns the table. But it was below, so it's not viewed as, as a kishot. Um, um, it went from leg to leg, and it was at the top. And basically, it was, it was, it's really the form of the table. And the platform was placed on top of it. But the bottom line is, There's still back to the question, because we know that there are both two sides on where the mascara, how the mascara was situated. So, um, the answer is, It's actually a bottom line. So, Ella, the answer is, The Torah gave a measure, meaning, the Torah spoke out the measure of a mezgeres that it's a tefach. As opposed to the zer, it didn't say anywhere that it's a mashu. We just say, look, it didn't say exactly any size at all. So, whatever, how much is required? Any amount, whatever. But that's the point. It's not saying it. 
So if we want to know how big the Kabbalah is, we're going to learn from what's a stated measure. And the smallest stated measure is a tefach. And this excludes tzitz already also. And the zer, it's true, we know what the measure was, that it was only two fingers or any amount, but the point is, it's not stated in the text. And that's why when we're trying to figure out what the dimensions should be, it should be from the smallest stated measure that we find, which is a tefah. So why don't we assume the zer is also a tefah? It says, we should learn about the zer from the, from the other stated measures. Yeah, well, it was, uh, sounds like that we have a tradition that the size of the zer is only... Um, um, and I guess it's also only a kishot, so I don't know. Point being is that we that anyway, it's more uh, and we didn't we didn't say that. Okay, we have a tradition of what it is, but anyway, a good question. Okay, Rav, okay. Rafuna Marmeach. So Rafuna says there's another way that we know that the that the kapores is. We still didn't get to the answer, mind you, in case you're wondering. Yeah. All we're saying is that. We're still questioning that the, the total height was 10 tefachim, okay? But, uh, but Rav Huna says, that source, forget that source, doesn't say the height of the kaporas. I'll tell you how you know the height of the kaporas. It says, kaporas. It talks about the kaporas as having a face, the, the face of the kaporas. On top of the face of the kaporas. Now, panim pachos The smallest face, a human face, is always at least a tefach, okay? So the Gemara says, I understand that. Because might sound familiar with the end of Yuma, like the, the egg of the Bar Yuchni. So now we're talking about the face of a Bar Yuchni. The Bar Yuchni is the giant bird that was humongous that dropped, it, dropped an egg. And Gemara Bukhoros brings down that it, 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 an egg fell in our, in our town and it drowned with the yolk. Uh, 60 cities and broke 300 cedar trees. Okay, um, to, so maybe it's really big. So Kumar says, Tafas, the famous idea, Tafas, Tafas, if you try grabbing too much, you don't grab anything. Tafas, Tafas, so that face not going to uh, we're not going to require it to be that huge. Maybe it's the face of, like we said, the hummingbird, right? Tiny little face. Zuta Tuva, which is exceedingly small, definitely less than Tafah. Mm-hmm. He's not just saying face of any animal, of any being. He's talking about the face of what's stated in the Torah. And therefore, we're talking about a human face. Um, maybe it's the Rabbani Shalom's face, which who knows what size that is. It's not really, it's a saying, a greeting you is maybe that's much bigger. So the Gemara says again, you'll never grab the higher amount, but you can grab the smaller. So maybe even smaller than that. There's a, the Kruv also uses the word face to describe the 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 kruvim, the cherubs that were on the on the on the kapero, kapero. So the faces of the angels yeah the kruvim yeah. were so that's the question were similar, Kapos, were similar size of human beings which we're going to get to right now right now we're assuming that it's that it was probably smaller because mm-hmm. it was only a depiction 
So it's also refers to Pinei. It doesn't have to be a human face. It could be the Kruvim's face. So we have a tradition. That too was the same size of a Tefach. So the faces of those cherubs were a Tefach size. Anyway, bottom line is, um, so he learned it from both Pneis, the Pnei of Yitzchak, the Pnei of the Kruvim, because it's the same Shior of a Tefach. And that's how he knew that the Kaporos is a Tefach. Now, the question is, what is a Kruv? Okay? It's interesting. Like, what's a Kruv? Okay? We, we know it's a cherub. What's a cherub? Okay? So Amr Abavo, Abavo says, it's like a child's face. She came by Bavel, currently Yenuka, Ravya. That was the nickname for children, was Ravya, little kids. Okay. That's now, Hebrew or Aramaic? It's Aramaic. Bavel is Aramaic. Yeah. And the curves add like? Yeah, Ki Ravya. Ki Ravya. Right. Ravya is the word for kids, and Ki Ravya like a kid. Whatever. Cherub is like a child face. Whatever. That's what we, I mean. Um, that's what I mean. We take it to mean that in English, child, also, little, right? Uh, uh, yeah, right, right. right. A baby face, okay. Amalebai, you're telling me it's a human face, so Amalebai, according to the according to that, we said one was the face of a crook. And the other face was the face of man. If it's a human face, it's the same thing. What's the difference? Okay. Um, so why is the Torah talking and just say the same? It's the same face. So Gemara says, "Api Ravi, Rav Ravi, Zotra." You're right. One was an adult face. The other one was a. This is a depiction of the um, depiction of the. Of the Kisya uh, Kavod, there's a face of a man and the face of a baby. Api Ravravi, an adult face, Api Zutri, a small face. So the bottom line is okay. So um, so we never really explained the answer, but basically we said the Aaron, we've shown that the Aaron to be tw- ten Tvachim, and God can't go below the ten Tvach mark, basically, that's the idea, and therefore the Sukkah needs to be at least ten Tvachim. Okay. Why? I got there from there. I mean, I, that's true. That's Ten Tvachim and this Ten Tvachim. I grant you that. But uh, still, it doesn't, really, it doesn't really explain it, but that's the best. That's all it's, that's all it's saying. Okay, now. How do you know how to understand it? What, where do you see that the airspace needs to be Ten. Ten Not the outside. Ah, right. Maybe we should measure from the outside. The total height is ten tefachim, and the schach could be within the ten, maybe. Okay, that's well, the question. Because according to what you're saying is that it's almost like there's an idea that you want the top of the sukkah to be in, you know, reaching into God's domain or something like that, and that's why it needs to be at least ten tefachim off the ground. That's great, but the point being is, is that then it shouldn't have to be airspace of a of that, it should just be the outside top is within the ten tefach mark, not the inside. Air, you know who says the airspace doesn't really fit with that explanation. should include the schach. So the Gemara says, you know what? You're absolutely right. That's not the source. 
Ella, so we're rejecting the first source. Nothing to do with the Aron directly. It's based on the base Hamikdash. That's where we learn it. The Pesach says, The Pesach says, It was 60 amas length. And 20 wide. So we get a 30 ama height total. And he had these two humongous kruvim in the in his um, in in the in the kodesh kedushim. The kruvim one, well, each one was eser ba'ama. Okay, so ten amas tall. So what do you see? The The second kruv is also ten amas tall. Now, Vitanya, the price says, So what do you see in the base of Mikdash? We have here a, uh, a dimension, a re- relative dimension. The height of the Kruvim reached a third of the total height. Okay? That's very important. Okay? They're counting on the measures of the Gemol. No, no, no. No, no, no. Okay. I have a question. Yeah. They're counting. It's like a tenth. I mean, ten amot. Ten tefachim is one amma. No. No, 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 six tefach per amma. We'll get six to tef- it. Okay. okay, we'll see. Well, I'll break it. I'll break it down so you understand. But first, all we're, right now, it's all we're saying is, it's not. It's not no, it's not. No, it doesn't work that way. It's a, every everything has a. That's a metric system. It's not a metric system. It's right. It's not. It's not English system either. Okay. Um, it's its own system. So just to, so basically, what we're saying over here is, is that the kruvim in the base of Migdash, the total height of the kodesh and was thirty amas tall, yes. and the kruvim reached ten. How much is ten out of thirty? It's a third high. Okay, a third of the height. That's the key thing. So therefore, it would make sense. It would follow. Mishkanami kruvim Obviously, the kruvim reached a third of the total height. Of the Mishkan. Okay. So Mishkan Kamabi, how high was the total height of the Mishkan? Eser Amas, a grand total of 10 Amas tall. Dixiv Eser Amas Orech HaKoresh. It was each, each beam was 10. The beams of that held up, the, the basically made up the Mishkan, of the were 10 tall. Kamahabi So what's the total in Tvachim? Now we're dividing it into Tvachim. Shisin Pushri. A pushki is a tafach, so that's 60 tafachim. Okay. Tulase, Tulase, so how many is a third of 60 tafachim? Esrim, pushki. Okay, so we got a, a third would be a grand total of 20 tafachim. Dalas are daran, the bekaporos, and we know the aran kaporos, like we've established, we spent a lot of time establishing, was uh, 10. So Pashalu Asara. So now the Kruvim were a grand total of ten Tvachim. Uksiv and the Pasuk says, Bahayua Kruvim Porsiknafayim Limala, they spread their wings above, Sochim Bihanfehem Alakapores. And they were and their wings were Mesachech on the Kapores. So here's the basis for how high does to qualify as Schach. Need to be on top of right ten tefachim tall. Kari Rechman Schacha. It's referring to Schacha, the Ma'ilam Esara, right above, just above the the ten tefach mark. So Gemara says, okay, but Memaiti Katfinu Ilui Reishayu. 
their height was when we already established the head was ten was ten tfachim, uh tall. But who says it was on the red kaimi? Dilma Maybe it was even equal with their head, and we're back to square one. Yaakov it says the wings were above, so it was just above their head, and that means that it was that to be considered schach, the, the the lowest shear that we find the word schach apply is ten tefach. Maybe it's much more. You know, once the wings were above, they could be much higher above. So the Gemara says, Did it say above, above? No, it says one above. So one means just above. Okay, so the Gemara says, The Rameir, that works like Rameir, the Amar Kol Amos, Rameir says, Every Amar in the base of Migdash was a standard size, the middle size Amar. Which means a six, six tefach ama. Every ama is six of these hand breaths, and um, that works. Okay. El the damer ama shall binyan shisha tefachim. He says only structure, structure was six tefachim. Shall kalim if it was a keli a vessel chamisha. It was a five tefach ama. So now Michael, remember what are you going to say? Arve kaporas kamaava. The arve kaporas was a keli. Was a keli, so we're measuring an am and a half. An am and a half of a five one is seven and a half plus another tefach makes it eight and a half. So It's now only eight and a half. Pashlu, and if it's a third of the total height with this with this proofim, pashlu opalga. So then, basically, there's another eleven and a half to get to the the third height of the entire room. And therefore, a masuka should require eleven and a half at least to to be a kosher sukkah. So the Gemara says, you know what? You're right. According to Rabbi Yehuda, this cannot be the answer. Rabbi Yehuda, Hilchas Hakamirla must be it's Allah Lamosh Mesinai. Tam Rabbiya Bar Ashi Amarav Shiurin measures like the shear of a kezayis, etc. Chatzitzin or mechitzin. The chatzitzas, the laws of chatzitzah, and mechitzin, the laws of mechitzah, halachal Moshe Messinai, is all part of the halachal Moshe Messinai. Mechitzah here is um, the law, uh, this year of the ten tefah. All of these things are from the halachal Moshe Messinai. And, um, and that is basically um, uh, where we'll stop right now and uh, continue with this tomorrow because questioning this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Shkoch, everybody. Right.